Well, 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 happy Saturday, everybody. Good to have you here with us at God Squad Church. Hey, whether you're live right now, when I see you beautiful people in the chat, whether you're watching at Second Service, watching the VOD, YouTube, or listening on Spotify or our other podcast platforms, hey, thanks for being a part of our church family. It's an honor to have you in the stream. I want to give a little context of what's going on today because a little bit of a special day and a little bit different. Let's let's rewind all the way back to October of 2020. Somebody else like, man, I do not even want to think about going back to 2020. Let's go back for a minute, okay? We, we did a message series that I entitled Check Your Capacity, and we really started talking about how for five, almost five years now, we've had the honor of being a church on Twitch. Yeah, we're those weird people that literally use Kappa and PogChamp in the middle of our messages. We, right? we talk about video game analogies and all that stuff, and it's been a huge honor and we've reached literally thousands of people for the glory of God. We've seen marriages restored. We've seen addictions being broken. We've seen people finding purpose and finding identity in Jesus. And it's been amazing. But one of the things that we had an honest conversation about was the fact that we've reached so many thousands of people, but here at God Squad Church, we don't just want to get a bunch of people into a discord and just have lots of numbers we want to be able to do our best to really intimately know people, to love them, to serve them, to meet their needs, and to genuinely be community. But one of the things we talked about is having a small staff and only having a few pastors makes it very difficult for our pastors to actually be able to truly and authentically care for a ginormous group of people. And so we started praying as a community. God, increase our capacity. God, send more people our way that can help us love and serve. And I want to say thank you that since that capacity, we've had more people signing up for experience groups than other. We've had more people signing up to be experience group leaders, being a solution to the capacity than ever before. And last week, we had a big addition to our capacity. We announced our newest staff member, Merrick. Put some hearts in the chat for Merrick. Merrick, we love you. We know you're watching. Grateful to have you. But today is no different. We have another addition to our staff, adding another pastor on staff, baby, who's going to help us love our people, serve our people. And friends, without further ado, we're excited to announce to you, this is our newest staff member. Check it out. Will you help me put your hands <laughs> together for the man himself? <laughs> Pastor AJ is now on screen. Pastor AJ, how you feeling, my friend? You feeling all right? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm excited. I, can, I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, we're excited. Pastor AJ, uh, we love you. We love your wife, Donna, your family. Can't wait to get to know them a little bit more. Yeah. Pastor AJ, but we're going to hang out for a little bit. We're going to have great conversation. And really the whole reason why we do these Meet the Teams. And all, although, fortunately, as our church does grow and our staff grows, we might not be able to do Meet the Teams forever. But the reason we do them now while our staff is still small is really thrive to be an authentic church where you get the chance to know us, get to know who's leading the church. You get to know pastors so that you actually can have a relationship with people. Because again, we're not about building numbers. We're about building community and building the kingdom of God. And first question I, I, I got to ask real quick is how many of y'all knew is Pastor AJ? Okay. I'm so curious because Pastor AJ actually streams, shameless plug, twitch.tv slash AJ Valdez. And he, 
because you can watch his stream, you can kind of see, you can kind of see, you know, he's got that, that, that nice big strong build. He's always wearing a hat. That's Pastor AJ. So I'm curious. I want to see in the chat right now. How many of y'all knew? Alexandra knew. Katsumoto says a little obvious. Marek, you an unfair advantage. You're married to Marek. She knows all the secrets, okay? Unfair <laughs> advantage. And I'm just excited, Pastor AJ. And the reason we do this is because I really believe, I said this last week, that the best sermon anyone will ever preach is the life that they live. And Pastor AJ, one of the reasons we love you so much, one of the reasons we're honored to have you on staff is we believe that the life that you live is one of the greatest sermons I've ever heard. I really believe that if our people would learn from you, would emulate you, that they would learn to love Jesus more, that they would be a little bit more like Jesus. I believe if the world had more Pastor AJs, that we'd be growing the kingdom of God at a much faster rate. And I'm going to read one scripture to you before we dive on into our interview style here. It's Matthew 5, 16, and it says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds, but why? So they might glorify your Father in heaven. I know a lot of times, Pastor AJ and everyone watching, in the Christian faith, people are like, oh, I should be humble and not don't let anyone know what I'm doing ever, and you know, all the glory be to God, and of course, all that's true. But here in this verse, we see that, no, sometimes we should let our light shine so that people do see the good things we're doing. But why? Not so they think we're special. Not so the pastor AJ, our new associate pastor, can be put on a pedestal. But so that you might glorify God by seeing his life. And our hope is that by following and emulating some of our leaders, that you'll learn to love Jesus more. And Pastor AJ, I truly believe that if people would emulate parts of your life, that they'll be closer to Jesus. And that's our goal for today. And so Pastor AJ, excited for people to get a chance to know you. And before we even dive into the questions, I wanted to share a little bit of a funny story. Because again, going back to that capacity, Pastor AJ, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I had literally come before the community literally asking for help. We had asked people, hey, would you consider financially supporting the church? But also, would you consider sacrificing in giving time? And we've had so many of you send us emails because you wanted to get involved. You wanted to serve and you wanted to volunteer. We put people in as experience group leaders and we're still in the process of putting people in new places to help our capacity. But we had some conversations about some people even joining staff. And I had a few people in mind that I had hoped would send us an email. I've got a few people in mind. Maybe you'll never get to know who they are if things don't work out. But one of those people was Merrick. And you saw last week introduced Merrick on the staff. But another one of those people was actually Pastor AJ. And from the moment, before I even said it on stage, Pastor AJ, I had been waiting for you to send me an email. And a day went by, and two days went by, and, and three days went by, and to your surprise, he never sent me an email. <laughs> the audacity! <laughs> I've been waiting to hear from this guy, and honestly, it was a few weeks. And so, Pastor AJ, I'd love for you to just elaborate a little bit on that story. First of all, how did you end up on the staff if you never sent me an email? And, yeah. and why didn't you send me an email when I had put that offer out to the community? Yeah, so when you were putting that out there, like, it was my, my heart, like, I could feel it. God was, like, tugging at my heart. And I said, oh, Lord, I, I want to make sure this is you. God, I don't want this to be me. God, I, I really want to do this. I, I, want to send, I want to send an email, you know, send my resume. <laughs> but I said, Lord, I, I want it to be you. And so I was like, well, and, I, and I was thinking, well, like, well, I just do it. But I, I've always waited on God. I want to wait on God. And I waited. And lo and behold, like two days later, I, in my Discord, I seen a message from Pastor Susie. And I was like, wait, wait what? And then and the Lord made it obvious. And like, this is this is what I want you to do. It was, it was, it was just confirmation, you know? And um, we began to talk then. It was 
I, 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 I was so excited because this is, I mean, everything about God Squad, I, I love, I love, you know, and um, I just can't wait to, to, to do more, you know, what God's called me to do. And I, I remember Press Radio when you and I first had the conversation and I remember I asked you, I was like, you never sent me an email. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you said something just so, just showcased your spiritual wisdom and your spiritual maturity. And you talked a little bit about what you just touched on on how you had been waiting to really make sure that it was God. You didn't, you didn't want to open a door that God wanted to be shut. Yeah. And you didn't want to try to force things because it's difficult. Like in your life, when you're trying to figure out like, what does actually God want me to do versus like what I just want to do that maybe he doesn't. Mm. And I remember you prayed a very, very specific prayer. And you said, God, if you really, really want me to be on staff at God Squad Church, I don't want to send Pastor Susie an email. Yeah. I want him to send me one. Me, yeah. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> Just like Gideon, Lord, give me a sign. <laughs> give me a sign. I know it's you. And that's how I really knew. I was like, well, this is, this is, the, this is the Lord. The Lord's opened up a door here. I can, I, you know, I... I it's something I really wanted to do, but I didn't want it to be me, you know, just yeah. because, because I wanted to do, I wanted it to be God's will. And he just revealed it right there. You know, you, you didn't want to follow an emotional feeling. You yeah, wanted exactly. to make sure that you knew it was actually God. God. And that to me spoke volumes because I've done that exact same thing in situations in my life where God, I want you to make it super obvious. I, I don't want to make the wrong decision because I think it'd just be cool or fun. I'm not trying to follow hype. I want to follow God's will. And so Pastor AJ, funny story that I'll probably tell for years to come, man. <laughs> but I just thought it, I thought it was a great, great way to showcase today. Man, God has really built you as a spiritual leader. And we want people to already emulate your life. When you're making decisions, don't make them too hastily. Take your time, pray, seek God. And just like Pastor AJ, don't be afraid to pray like specific prayers. Like all of our prayers don't need to be huge and like generic and vague. Like ask God a specific question and he might give you a specific answer and sometimes we wonder like why isn't god answering me specifically well because you're not asking him specific questions you're asking him huge blanket questions and i want to encourage you trust god but talk to god and understand you can ask him those specific questions pastor aj i want to give people a chance to get to know you a little bit and so real quick man tell us a little bit about yourself where you're from a little about your family Okay, so I'm um, originally from Los Angeles, California. I'm born, 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 born there. Um, my parents, um, from when I was young age, they, they were um, involved in ministry. My, my dad's a pastor. My mom was, you know, pastor's wife. And um, when I was, until I was 11, I lived in a place, South Central Los Angeles. My dad ran a church there, but he got a call then to go all the way over to Ireland to um, Pioneer Church. And so we sold everything. We sold all we had. And like it was, we were at a conference, and they asked him at the conference. And like two weeks later, um, we we had sold everything wow. and re ready to go. We had plane tickets, and um, I was in for a shock when I got there. <laughs> never imagined because it was a culture shock the minute I got yeah. there. And um, I, we, I had never been um, anywhere outside the United States before that, and um, and just to move our whole lives over there. I remember, I remember being there, and I'm telling my dad, I want, we want to go home. You know, my sister, my sister's um, seven years older than me. But we were like, we want to go home. My dad's like, this is your home now. <laughs> and we're like, okay, <laughs> you're, stuck. You know, you're stuck here. And so, but um, I've always wanted to serve God from a young age. So we just, um, I grew up there 21 years in Ireland. Wow. And um, you know, amazing things happened there. I mean, uh, so, so many, so, so many good stories. I, I, I could spend all day about them, but that's pretty much where I'm from. I grew up in the church, um, love God. Uh, then uh, now I'm back in California. So. <laughs> so Pastor AJ, were you in Ireland actually longer than you've been in the States? 
Yeah, I, wow. I, I am. I, I, I didn't I live that long. Yeah, I lived in Ireland longer than I ever lived in the States. I lived there, um, so I, yeah, I, 21 years in Ireland. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have the accent, but <laughs> a little bit, a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Pastor Andy, tell us a bit about your family, my friend. Yeah, uh, um, my wife, Donna. So um, we both, um, so when I, when I went over there, um, the church had, there had been a church there. My dad went to take over a church, and um, Donna, my wife, now, she was um, in the youth, and um, I was about 13 when I met her, and um, she was uh, um, in, in the church, and uh, she was part of the, um, they, had, they had like a dance team and stuff, but um, I, I, I remember waiting like on God, you know, for, for her, and um, I remember even growing up, I, I, I started doing youth, um, leading the youth at about 12. I started um, being a youth leader at about 12 years of age. That's all I wanted. For, I wanted to do with God. Like, some people want to grow up, they want to be, you know, firemen. They want to be, you know, police officers. I don't know, you know, you, you want to be architects. Or I, I've always wanted to be a, a pastor. I follow my, in my wow. dad's footsteps. He, he showed me just a great example of a man of God. And I, I just wanted that. I wanted to help people and reach people. And it's still a big desire in my heart. And uh, but I remember um, Donna, um, and um, growing up in the church, we were we were friends um, before we ever started dating. But um, I remember like being 18, and she um, and other guys in the church. You know, Donna sings on worship. You know, she's up there, and I, I play I play piano. But other guys in the church liked her. I remember even being in like um, men's discipleships, and guys in the church were praying for her. But like, and I was there, like, <laughs> but I'll pray for her. You know, <laughs> but I just waited on Fight the Lord. Donna. And um, yeah, she's my first girlfriend, my 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 first kiss. I, I um, we both we, we both waited, and um, we've been blessed. Now um, we're married now, fourteen years. Wow. And um, we have two beautiful children, um, two girls. Um, the oldest is twelve, and the the youngest is eight. And God's just been faithful. You know, we we've had a lot of ups and downs, but through it all, God's faithful. You know, I I I can't express God's been been faithful through it all. But yeah, um, she's all the way from Dublin, Ireland. She's she's Irish. And um, you, you get us, you get guys, you got to meet her and talk to her. She actually right, oh, yeah. she's right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donna, we're looking forward to getting to see and connect more with you. We love you. You know, we're, obviously when, when someone is called into ministry, we know that it's a, it's a really, it's an effect for the whole family. It's a sacrifice yeah. for the whole family. And Pastor AJ, glad to have another family man on the staff, my friend. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Now, of course, the question everyone's asking, Pastor AJ, I'm already seeing questions about your Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash AJ Valdez. And obviously, Pastor AJ, we're a church for gamers. We like to game you know, just, just a little bit. And so talk yeah. us a little bit about your background as a gamer and a little bit about some of your favorite games that you still play today. Yeah, well, well, my most favorite game, I think we, I, if, if you know me, you know it's World of Warcraft. <laughs> I've been playing that since I was, think, I think, 19. Before that, I mean, I, I, I played, you know, Nintendo, but um, yeah, WoW, I still play WoW. I, I, love, I love that game. And um, um, I think before that, I played like, you know, Sega, Sega Mega Drive, Nintendo. My first game ever, you probably don't even know this, this is why I show my age, it was, it was called Alex, Alex the Kid. Probably never heard of it, right? I don't think, I don't think I know that one. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. He punched the blocks. Anyways, that was my, that was my favorite game <laughs> when I was a kid growing up. I remember fighting, fighting with my sister and my cousins to play that game. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. and then after that, I mean, World of Warcraft. Then I just got. I, I, I like first-person shooters, Call of Duty, um, all kinds. Of, I mean, all kinds of games. Especially now, Rust. I love. I'm loving the the community <laughs> games of Rust. <laughs> even though there. even though I'm getting robbed every day. <laughs> Every time I get in there, I get robbed. <laughs> I, I love it. That's good. If, if you guys want to catch some more of the Warcraft content, you know where to do it. Twitch.tv slash AJ Valdez. He plays the best class in the game, Holy Paladin. I may be uh, a little bit biased, but it's, good. it's a good That's class. right. That's Bringing the hills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, Pastor AJ, how long and how, like, how did you become a follower of Jesus? And how long have you been following Christ? 
That's so, um, I mean, I, I, I've been in church since I, I can remember, you know, I, I grew up, um, I mean, like every, every PK, they say, sometimes they say PKs are the worst, you know, but um, they say that usually they are the worst, but um, I, 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 um, I just, I, I never um, want, you know, I, I never, once I found God, I think I was about eight when I really committed, when I really understood when everything really clicked into place, yeah. I understood who God was. And um, I, 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 once I tasted and seen him, I, I, I never had the need for anything else. And that's why I, I really, I've, I've, this is on my own, my own choice, but I've never drank or, um, or went to parties. I, ne I never wanted to experience the world because God gave me more than I ever needed, you know, and his, there was nothing like his presence, you know, be, be, being there in church and feeling the presence of God. That's, that's where I wanted to be, you know? And, um, and I, I, I know a lot of us can relate to that because when, when there's nothing like his presence, you know, even when you're going through hard times and tr struggles, there's nothing like it. So I never, I never had the need. I, I mean, yeah, the, the, there was a lot of temptation growing up, you know, in school, especially in Ireland. If you, if you don't drink in Ireland, you're like, you're like an outcast because yeah. that, 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 everybody, everybody likes to drink, you know, at a young age. And I just never, I, I, God gave me more than I ever needed. So I, I grew up in the church and then by the time I was 12, I, I started doing, you know, youth ministry. And then um, when I was about 18, after I finished school, I, I actually started a job, but um, I felt like God, God, God was calling me to ministry. I remember being in that job one day and, and the guy that I worked for, like he was a multimillionaire. He owned houses all over Ireland. And I remember he came in one day and he seen a penny on the ground and he picked up and he was so happy. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, you're building this guy's kingdom when you should be building mine. Wow. I'm like, Lord, I like, you know, this is a good job I have, you know, um, um, but but when he, when, he, when he told me that, though, I was like, okay. So I went to the next day to talk to my dad. I told my father, you know, um, I want to go into full-time ministry. And he's like, I can't pay you. I said, well, I'll just, I'm going to do it. I, it don't matter. I, this is what God's called me to do. Yeah. And so this, it, it all began there at the 19. That's when I went to full-time ministry. And it, it, I, I never regret it it's best, because I, 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 I know I'd, I'd never be happy doing anything else, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Pastor AJ, that's an incredibly powerful testimony because I think, you know, when people think about their testimonies and their stories of like how they became a Christian, you hear it so often where I hit rock bottom and I, I did all these bad things and I was, you know, I was high on drugs and I, I went totally broke and my, my, you know, my car was repossessed and I hit rock bottom and then finally I came to Jesus and, and that does happen and that's, and that's completely okay. God restores, God changes, God saves even people who are hitting rock bottom. But I'll tell you, I think it's a very, very different story, and it's super admirable to hear stories like yours, Pastor AJ. Because I'll be honest, my story, my story more aligns with I'd made a ton of bad decisions, became someone I wasn't proud of, and realized I needed Jesus to save me because I was weak and making poor choices. But I think it's such a great example to follow that it is so rare in today's world to see people that didn't didn't start following Jesus because they realized that they had made all these poor decisions, but they actually allowed the guidance of the Holy Spirit to keep them strong throughout their whole lives. And they never needed to test anything else before they realized Jesus was just better. I'll tell you, anyone can fall in a sin and temptation, Pastor AJ, but it takes truly someone who is reliant and dependent on the Holy Spirit to say no and to say, yes, I'm choosing Jesus instead. That doesn't mean Pastor AJ is perfect. It doesn't mean he's never oh, made a mistake. I'm not perfect at all. But Pastor AJ, I, I, know, I know we talked about this privately, and you were comfortable sharing this, but to see stories about you, you know, never having gone to parties, never having chosen to live for the world, for you and Donna to have saved your purity until marriage, which is super rare in today's world, because it's so easy just to fall into sin. But you said, no, we're going to trust Jesus, and we're going we're gonna to choose him because he's better. He's more fulfilling. 
He's Amen. my king and I'll serve him. And I'll, I'll, man, I'll be honest, Pastor AJ, I, I wish that I had been stronger like you. And, and I really pray in Jesus' name that, that many of you will, like we read in the verse, will, will see his good deeds that God gave him strength to do and to follow after them and glorify our Father in heaven. Pastor AJ, I, I want your life to be on display for the glory of God. Amen. So that people are inspired and encouraged. I want to say thank you for being strong. Thank you for yeah, no, knowing it, it, Jesus is better. It, it, it wasn't easy. It was, it, no, it, no, it was hard. It was hard. You know, and, and like everybody else, I, I even though I, um, I, I, um, I, I didn't do all that other stuff, I, st- I needed Jesus. I, had, I, I still had, I, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I, I, needed, I needed him. And um, like like everybody else, you know, one, one thing that stuck with me growing up too, because I just I wanted to start, I wanted to do my very best for God, you know, because I I, I grew up in the church, but just feeling, be, being there and being in His presence, He He He, he, he you things like nothing else in this world can give you, you know. Yeah. And um, but it was hard. It was hard. But I I, I one, one scripture I kept close to me was First Timothy four twelve. You know, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example in conduct and faith and love and impurity. And that's right. And I really grabbed a hold of that, you know, and I, and I, and I wanted to be because my, my, my dad had shown me my dad was who he, who he was in church and out of church, you know, and I wanted to be the same to my for my kids. I want to be if, you know, if, if I'm going to preach the word, I want to be who I am at home and, and, and at church, the same person. And wow. that's really I, I wanted my life to, 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 to match up with my words. And that's why I just, you know, God's been so faithful to me. I, I, I can't think of enough. I've had I've had ups and downs. and I've had a lot more downs. A lot of bad stuff has happened in my life, and, I, and I've, I've really been through uh, trials, but God's been faithful through it all. He's never left me, nor for, for, forsaken me. Wow. Praise God, Pastor AJ. You guys are incredible. And, and I'll say, Pastor AJ, even the short time that I've known you, you are the same person on stream, off stream, in church, out of church. And that's why I admire you. And that's why I think you are such a great addition to our church and to our staff. And I think our people will be blessed to have you with us. Pastor AJ, tell us a little bit about how you got connected here at God Squad Church. How'd you find us and how'd you get connected? Yeah, so, so this is funny too, because um, I, 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 I've been a gamer like my whole life, you know, growing up in church. But a lot of times in church, gaming's like frowned upon, right? Yeah. <laughs> People think gamers, they, there's like there's like a stigma that goes with gamers, you know, they're, they're, we're, we're lazy, that we're, we just want to be in front of the computer all day, you know? And um, but I remember um, I, um, even in church, like, 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 like even trying to preach about it. But I, but I Googled, I Googled for pastors that pastors. And back then I think it was, you were pastor Susie, right? Yeah. Back then, um, back then you're on on Twitch. So I found you and I was like showing everybody at the church because I I had one time I had, I was at a conference. I had preached about World of Warcraft. I think I used like an analogy about, you know, um, leveling up and then like God takes you through a process. And I, and I used World of Warcraft as an analogy and after I, and, and it was a great preaching after I, after the preaching was over, I came down. I got rebuked. <laughs> One of the pastor elders in the church were like, said, what's this Warcraft? What is, it sounds like witchcraft. You know, he started rebuking me. Oh, and I'm happened, like, no, it, I, I said, the youth could relate to this. They, they know the game, you know, they, the, the, people that know the game, they can relate to this. They got takes you through a process. But I, 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 a lot of times, anytime I mentioned, would mention gaming, even in church or gaming events, it, it would be frowned upon. But then I found yeah. Pastor Susie. I'm like, look at here. I'll show. I'll show it everybody at the church. Look at, here's this pastor that, that that's, that's bringing people from from uh, um, uh, um, what, you, what is it? What was it back there? It was eternal from from virtual eternal life from virtual life to eternal life. I said, like, check this out. Like, it, 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 God, can you use um, gaming as an avenue to reach people? Like, it, yeah. it's evident here, you know. But it was still frowned upon. But like, once I found out, I was like, man, I. I uh, it just like even when you're preaching and, and and your passion for people and your and a passion for the the way you're using video game analogies 
for, for um, um, with the word of God, I was like, whoa, you know, this is this is what I'm talking about. So it got me excited, you know. It got me. You're speaking my language now, you know. <laughs> you're speaking my language. So it just got me excited, and that's that, and that's how I actually found you in Ireland. Found Pastor Susie Stream in Ireland. While you were and, still uh, living there, right? Uh, still living there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still living there, but it was so encouraging, and then and so much that it helped me. I'm telling you, when I moved back because um, we moved back here um, to America, my, my grandparents had got sick, and, and we and we moved back to take care of them. It was a big step, but um, and coming out here and like I I, I kind of left all my friends, you know, yeah. and um and then um I so coming out here was hard, and then and then, and then listening to your to your your, your preachings and the encouragement, like just being in your streams, it, it was so encouraging encouraging. I mean, I was getting the word of God because it, it's it's not he's, pastors is not just game, but he's also putting vision and putting the word of God out there, and you're gonna hear Pastor Susie's heart for for gamers for people because he loves people, you know. And it's like, it's like infectious. You want to, you know, like, well, what can I do? Because I, what can I do? So that's, that's how I got and, start, and started with it. I was like, man, like this, this is powerful stuff, you know? And finally somebody, a preacher that speaks my language, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and how many years ago was that, Pastor AJ? Oh, it had to be about four, four years, five years. Wow. Yeah. Quite four a five lot, years. Man. Yeah. Because been, I've been here now ne- nearly three years in America. So I, I, yeah. I was watching you over there. So you, remember, are, you are no new guy to the community. He's been around for a long no. time. Yeah, in the Discord for a long time, in the streams for a long time, and it's been an honor to have you. I really mean that. And it's just so, man, it just blows my mind every time to hear about the different stories of how people got plugged in. To hear the fact that like you got plugged in while you were still in Ireland. Yeah, God Hello. brought you back to the United States, and now here you are stepping on staff. Like last week, we just announced bringing on Mirak, who still lives in the Netherlands. Like we're, we're like we give God the glory, but like. Gospel Church is a global church. Oh, that's right. Impacting people around the world. And it, it, it takes all of us, all hands on deck. And I love what you just said, Pastor AJ. What can I do? What can I do to grow the kingdom of God? How can I be involved? What's my part? We all have a different part. And Pastor AJ's heart was just like, what can I do to serve? What can I do to be involved? What can I do to grow the kingdom of God? What's my part? And I would challenge every single one of you to follow that example. To ask that question, God, what can I do? God, what's my part? For some of you, maybe it's just lurking and watching and praying for us. Maybe it's serving in a volunteer position. Maybe it's giving financially. But every one of us has a part. But if none of us do our part, we never change the world. Never change the world to the impact of God. And so, Pastor AJ, we've kind of walked through a little bit of when you came to know Jesus. You grew up in church. Your dad was a pastor. But tell us a little bit now about what has some of your experience been in ministry prior to joining God Squad Church on staff? Yeah, so prior, um, we, 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 as I tell you, we were 21 years in Ireland. So we, we, we had a big ministry there. We, um, I, I was um, um, a, a regional youth pastor. My dad was a regional pastor of, of the UK, Ireland region, and also Italy and over Germany. And um, we, 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 we got so busy, you know, um, um, doing the, you know, my dad was flying everywhere. I was flying everywhere. And our church got big. We had about 350 to 500 people, you know. And, um, but we, we, but, but unfortunately we, we, um, kind of like left wrong people, um, in staff and in charge. And we got so busy where we, we these like little foxes, they kind of spoiled the vine and what happened the church ended up splitting and, um, we lost our building and it was, it was a hard hit. People were talking bad about my father and I, and it, it, it was a hard hit, you know, that, that was probably one of the hardest times of my life because I was doing something. I, I love doing ministry. I was doing something that I love. And I was just like, Lord, like, why is this happening? You know, we, we've been serving you. We, 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 we were doing your, 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 your will, but he was trying to get our attention because we, we, we got so busy. Yeah. We were doing all, we, we, we were doing all the, you know, all, all the, all the work, but we weren't, we were neglecting the small things 
and those little foxes, they, they spoil the vine. And, and unfortunately, the, the church, the church is still there now. It's there in a, in a place called Bally Firma. But um, I mean, to, to what it was, and, I, and it really it hit, it hit me, my, me and my dad hard because a lot of people that we, we discipled and we trained, you know, they, they turned on us and they were saying bad stuff about us. Yeah. And, and it's just unfortunate, you know, but, um, but, but, we, but we don't stop though, you know, we don't stop going forward. And I'd love for you to share Pastor Ray J because I know that there's so many more details you and I have talked privately to that story. So yeah. much more that you could share. But ultimately, what I'd love for you to touch on a little bit is some of the difficulties of ministries that you faced. Because as a shepherd, there's a saying that I say often is that as a shepherd, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but Jesus gives the analogy that a pastor is like a shepherd who takes care of the sheep. We guide, we teach, we direct. Doesn't mean we have all the answers because ultimately we're all following Jesus who is the great shepherd, but the shepherd are called to love, teach, and feed the sheep. And something I say from time to time, and I tell it to our staff is, although the same mouths that you feed sometimes will turn around and bite you, but it doesn't mean that they weren't worth feeding. Amen. So Pastor AJ, for you, having had experiences that I've also had of people that you've spent hours investing in, loving, yeah. serving, to have them turned their back on you yeah what has it been for you pastor ray j that's really gotten you through that and kept serving god because a lot of people when that happens they'll just stop being in ministry altogether well if people are going to treat me that way then i'm out of this thing right there's a saying that the best part of being in ministry is working with people and the worst part of being in ministry is working with people (laughs) (laughs) and ultimately we love people but pastor aj it takes a certain level of strength and maturity to get back up and keep loving people, even though so many of them have hurt you. What has it been that you've clung to that has allowed you to do that and keep loving people? It's, it's God. It, it, um, I, I love God and I, I, I want to do what, he, what he's called me to do. And also, I mean, you got to love people. People are going to hurt you. You know, it happens, you know, whether you're in, um, too, in ministry, anything, people are going to hurt you. And even there's guys that I worked with, we got, I had a discipleship home and guys that had lived with me. And, um, and, and it really hurt. Like it really hits. It does. I, I can't say that it was easy. Yeah. But I know, I, I know that I wouldn't be happy. I, I, I could have went back to, to, to working my old job or back, back but I, I knew this would God call me to do. I knew I wouldn't be happy doing anything else, you know? And, um, and, and many of us here today, you know, you've probably been hurt in situations by, by, by things happening in the church. And, and a lot of times too, when, when, when stuff happens in the church, we blame the pastors, right? And my, at the time, my, my, my family, we were, you know, the pastors, and unfortunately, we, we got the blame or really like, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of times it's us and our, and our own sin. And we got to realize like, you know, man, we, we, we need God. We can't do this without God. He has to be number one, you know? And, and as, as I made God, like I was hurt, I was badly hurt, but as I made God number one, everything refocused, you know, got my, my heart, like even when I was saying, I listen to Pastor Susie's messages and, and his heart for people. And, and like, my, that's why my, my heart says it's in the same place. I want, I want to see people reach because literally people are on their way to hell. We want to depopulate hell populate heaven and there's many gamers i've been there in that situation where you're lonely or you're depressed and you feel like you have no one to talk to but here here's here's gsc available like there's no you you won't get it anywhere else 24 hours a day you could even listen to pastors podcast like any any time of the day i encourage you to grab hold of because the word of god to those hard times is going to keep what's going to keep you it's going to help you we don't just say these scriptures like greater he that is in me than he in this world you know, no weapon formed against. They're, they're not just like these these quotes we put on our walls, but these are actually phrases, they, they they have power in them. Yeah. When you're going through hard times, you're going through situations when when the devil knocks you down and and and, and you feel like you can't get you can't get back up. You you got to run to Jesus. You know, Amen. you got to run to God. Run to Him. 
And it, 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 it could it could either make you bitter or better. And it's, it's up to you what you want to do. You run to, yeah. you need to run to Jesus. So I, I really believe. And that's what I did. That's what me and my family have done. That's what I've always learned to do. I remember from a young age, one time, you know, I said PKs are bad, right? One time, um, me and my friends, there's a big church in front of the, a big tree in front of the church. This is in LA. I got my friends and we cut the tree down. We, we had our knives, right? And I learned from a young age, I got scared because when the, I didn't expect the tree to fall down. And wow. it fell down and I started panicking. I'm going to get in trouble. I remember running to like, I was only young. I was like eight years old. But I remember run, running to, and, and praying, praying like all day. Lord, when my dad gets home, I don't, I don't want to be in trouble, you know, praying all day. And um, the Lord protected me that day. <laughs> but I, learned from a, I learned from a young age, though. When situations happen in our lives, we, we, we got to run to Jesus. When things, when, when, when chaos is going on around us, run to Jesus. I'm telling you, go have a talk with God. He will never let you down. He will ne- he's never let me down. In all my years, 21 years in Ireland, how, how can a little Mexican-Irish kid from South Central Los Angeles, right? A jalapeno guy, jalapeno potato. I don't even know what I am. I'm all mixed up, right? How, how, how can God use me? How can, I, I can't even speak proper, right? I, my, my accent's oh, all messed up. Man. How can God use me? And, and he has. And, uh, it's something that I've done. I've just ran to Jesus over and over again. Oh, man. Pastor AJ, I love it. I love hearing <laughs> your wisdom. I love hearing your heart. And this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted people to see. I wanted people to see. And I think really the important teaching, Pastor Ranger, that you're laying down for us here, especially with how you dealt with all of that hurt, is you cannot fully put your trust in man or in humans, but Amen. only in Jesus. That's right. I want to commit something to everyone in our church, our staff, our leaders, and our pastors will always do our best to love and serve you. But ultimately, we are imperfect, broken people. I cannot promise you that here at God Squad Church, that things will be perfect. I cannot promise you that even pastors don't have bad days. But I can promise you that if we'll be a committed church family, a committed church family, which means what happens at church so much times is one thing gets said or one thing gets said or one thing gets done and people start leaving like crazy. The reality is we got to be committed because in your family, your brother says something that frustrates you. You don't just abandon the family. You work through it. That's family. But ultimately, we need to be able to work through those things and understand that even when somebody does something wrong or Pastor AJ, when someone hurts you, it's okay. It doesn't mean that we let people take advantage of us, but ultimately our hope and our trust is in Jesus. Amen. And when your foundation is in Jesus, when someone says something wrong, when a pastor makes a mistake, ultimately your faith doesn't dwindle because my faith wasn't in men in the first place. My faith was in Jesus. And I'd encourage every single one of you, sure, learn from, respect your pastors and your leaders, but ultimately we are all following Jesus. I am not perfect. I am not free from error. I am not free from flaw. But together, if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, we can come back from the hurts that you might experience in church. You can come back from the the hurts you might experience in life. And I believe Jesus, if you keep your eyes focused on him, he keeps you going. He gives you strength and he will keep you going. Pastor AJ, as we get through some of the last few questions, obviously people want to know a little bit more about Hey, we're bringing you on staff, but what does that mean? So really, I want to answer kind of a two-part question. Pastor AJ, what will your new role be here at God Square Church? But what does that actually mean? And why are you so passionate about that role? So I'll be working uh, alongside Pastor Boz um, with the discipleship. 
for you discipleship. And um, I'm excited because I, I love working with people and um, trying to help you grow um, in your in, in your relationship with God and and help you reach your full potential in Christ. You know, even even when I did youth ministry, because there's there's so much there's so many people here today, even watching the stream. You have so much potential, so much to do for that you can do for God. You know, you can, you you have a gift that you can use for God, and I I, I hope that. Um, that I can help you um, um, reach your full potential in Christ, and um, I, I see, I look, I look around, I see a lot, a lot of streamers that are that are part of this community and stuff. And if you, if you put God first and you honor God, God's going to honor you. But use that gift, that gift that God gave you, use it to, to honor Him and, and see what see what He does, see, see what He does with your life. That's all I ever did. Like I, growing up, I, I I when I was in school, I'll, I'll share this real quick. I was in school. Um, they, I, I was like I had ADHD, I had learning disabilities, dyslexia. And they, they they told my parents uh, that he won't amount to much, you know. Like he, he, you know, that's what that's what that's, that's what that's what it was said. I remember, um, but like I just in my life, I I I don't I, maybe I, I don't have much, but I, I've given my life totally to God, and, and God's brought me all. I, I've been able to preach all over the world. And how how like I said before, how can this 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 Mexican Irish kid from from South Central Los Angeles how? It's, it's like it's, it's unheard of. I've been all, I, I've been able to been all over. I, I preached in in Holland. I preached in Spain. I preached in Italy. I've, I've been all over. And like I, I never, I, I don't think I never thought were possible. I know God's not finished with me yet. There's still more to come out and, and with GSC. So I'm excited. But I'm just I, I just encourage you, make, make make God the center. You know, make, make, put put God first. And I and I, and I hope I can help you. You know, if you're ever going through stuff, I, I'm looking forward to working uh, with the community here and, and hopefully unlo unlocking your full potential for Christ. Because God got so much in store for you. You know, you could be sitting at home right now, feel like that you have no hope, but there, there's always hope in Jesus. And he has something for you. He has a, a great plan for your life. You know, even when we can't see it, we we, when we, look, we look at the situation around us and it looks pretty dire sometimes. It looks, it looks terrible. But God, God's working behind the scenes for you. If you just trust him and, and, and seek him, he's working behind the scenes for you 100%. Amen. Pastor AJ, we're excited to have you joining us as an associate pastor to really continue to help us cure our capacity. Yes. And so, for example, you mentioned working alongside Pastor Balls with things like community care and meeting with people and helping people grow in their faith and caring for their needs. And the reality is with, with so many people in our community that with all the pastors that are meeting with people, when there's one, two, three pastors that have a, an email list of 97 people wanting a meeting, there's just not enough hours for the pastors to effectively meet with every person. And so having more people like you not only allows us to really be able to meet with everyone, pray with everyone, meet the needs of those that are hurting, but a mm. real practical need that Pastor AJ really meets that you might not realize is because he's in California, we are in, the rest of us are in Virginia. Well, besides Merrick, most of us are in Virginia. He's actually three hours behind. So we're having church right now. It's 2.43 p.m. Eastern on a Saturday. For him, it's 11.43 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. So what you got to realize is, right, most gamers are awake at night. Most gamers, not all, but a lot of gamers are doing some late night gaming. And so when Pastor Boz and Mama Higgs who do a lot of our pastoral care, when it's midnight for them and these gamers are in their prime time, they've got families and jobs and like, hey, you know, I've, I've got to get some sleep. But people are like, but, but I really need prayer. I'm hurting. Pastor AJ, it's primetime gaming for you at that time, 9 p.m., right? Your kids are heading to bed. You've already spent some time with the wife. You've eaten dinner with the family. Hey, you know what? Hey, someone needs prayer. I'm available. Amen. It's only 9 p.m. It's, 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 it's the night is young. <laughs> the night is young. <laughs> and a lot of times what happens in ministry is pastors all the time are, are up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning because people need prayer. Because, sure, although we work, you know, we try to do our best to stay around 9 to 5 so that we can be healthy and still be good husbands and good parents. But 
when other people are also work nine to five, how can they be met with after work hours? And we do, we, you know, we, our schedules are flexible, but at the end of the day, really God square church, like we need some nighttime pastors. We need some nighttime pastors who maybe it fits their lifestyle where they like to be up late or they're in California. So for them, you know, the night is still young for Merrick. When people are, you know, when people are looking for help at three o'clock in the morning, it's 9am for her. Well, she's like, I'm ready to get the day started. And so having pastors and people on staff in different time zones is actually a huge blessing because our discord is open 24 seven, but our pastors, they're not awake 24 seven. It's pastor AJ. Really, that's been an issue that we've been trying to work through ministering to people at 2 a.m., 1 a.m. without always letting our pastors be neglecting their family, right? Be neglecting a, a healthy sleep schedule. And it's that balance between sacrifice, but also doing what God calls, God calls us to do more importantly mm. than being pastors, love our family. Man. And so having those two existing at the same time is difficult, but adding more staff to our team and especially the nuances of different time zones, Pastor AJ, this is how we love the sheep. Amen. This is how we care for the community. And we are so, so honored to have you. I want to end our time with one very, very specific question. And I asked Pastor AJ's permission prior to asking this question. Some of you guys might not know, but pastors go through hard times too. Pastors struggle. Pastors are real people just like you. And Pastor AJ, I'm thankful that you're willing to be vulnerable and share this story. And the last question I'd love to ask you before we end our time together is, are you willing to share the recent tragedy that your family has gone through? And I'd love for you to share a little bit about how God has gotten you and Donna through that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I, a lot of people in my stream know, um, my, Donna, Donna was, um, five months pregnant there in December. And, um, I remember we were going for, um, to, for an ultrasound to see the, um, what the baby was going to be, um, what gender it was. And I remember seeing the car, we are not allowed to go in and we were just, I was sitting there, and just praying, you know, excited. But um, I seen when right when Donna came out, I seen that something was wrong. She she got in the car. She told me there's no heartbeat. That we um, that we lost lost the baby. And um, immediately like we were both heartbroken. But immediately we, I put worship music on. We just started to listen to it, and, and it was hard that that day. I'll never forget it because I I, I never experienced like this in my anything like this in my life. The pain of it, you know. Especially we found out that it was gonna be a boy, and I and I. Since me and Donna, like, since we got married, I've, I've been praying for a boy. I just, like, you know, Lord, like, you know, I couldn't understand it either. You know, I couldn't understand it. Like, why why this happened, you know? Like, you know, even being a pastor, I was, like, I had questions. I had questions, you know? I, I, I've been I've been um, pastor now since I was 22, 14 years, and I had questions. I was like, God, why, you know? And I, and I also, I, I thank God for this community because I, Pastor Susie, he, he messaged me. He was with me actually the whole way while we were in the emergency room. Um, he was texting me, making sure, you know, how, what's going on. And now I have to, I got so many messages from the community prayers, you know, and it's it, me and Donna, it's, it's the pain, the pain's still there, but we're, we're, we're getting through it because we, 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 we've been, we, we've been getting closer and we, we were talking about it and our relationship with God, it, we don't, it wasn't God's will for our, our, our son to die. You know, it, we know it wasn't, we just, we, we, the situation happened or it, unfortunately, I, it, I think they said one in six women um, experience it. We were heartbroken, but. All the messages I got and everything and all the prayers that we that we got, it's helped us so much. You know, this community, that's why I thank God for this community, you know. I, I, I can't say enough because it's, it's been there through it all. You want to say hi, love? <laughs> my, my wife's right there. 
she came and peeked in. But yeah, we, we were heartbroken, and but we're, we, through it all, we're trusting God. We know ultimately God, God has us in His palm of His hand, and he, He's He's working everything out. You know, it says that every step of a, a righteous—not that I'm righteous, right—but every step of a righteous man is ordered by God. And we know that this, this, our, our son now he has no more pain. He's He's in heaven. He had to experience this world or go through all this pain in this world that we have to go through. He went right to glory. And one day I'm going to see him again. That's the hope I hold on to. I, I receive messages from so many people that, that have gone through this from the community. I just want to thank you guys right now, honestly, because it, it really helped in all the prayers. Yeah. Thank you so much because we, we, as pastors, we need it too. You know, we need the prayers. We, 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 we really do need it. You know, we need God, we, we you know, and we need this community and the, and the fellowship. So I just, I thank you so much, you know, but it was, it's been a hard time. This, this last month has been hard. I never experienced anything like this in my life, but it's brought me closer to God. And, and me and my wife has brought us closer together. And we've just been seeking God, putting worship music on um, to the hard times because some, some days we're watching TV and we'll see something like somebody pregnant or we'll see, you know, a, a newborn and, 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 and there's pain there because like, yeah. you know, there's all these questions, but we know that God, God, God's getting us through it. And that's, that's why I encourage you guys just to run to Jesus, you know, run, run to God when you're going through hard times. You could either, you could either run to God or run away from God. And I, I really encourage you today, I don't know who this is for, but run, run to God, you know, run to God. Pastor AJ, obviously when it was happening and you and I were talking and texting and praying for you, I was so, I was so inspired and, and challenged and just admired your faith of you and Donna that was able to keep on pushing through. Because I'll be honest, without the supernatural peace that the Holy Spirit offers, I, I don't know how people recover from tragedy like that. Yeah. For people that don't have hope and trust in Jesus, I genuinely don't know how you recover from something like that. But I'm glad to see that you and Donna do have Jesus. Amen. And his peace is with you. And it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean that life's perfect. It doesn't mean that life's easy. Pastor AJ, I know it, I need to agree that when you trust Jesus, we win. Amen. Winning might look different than the world might describe it. But in the end, we have victory. Like you said that in the end, your son, he's already in victory. Amen. He's already in glory with Jesus. And God is bringing you through a healing process. And I'm so grateful that Pastor AJ and Donna were willing to share that story because I pray that it'll inspire you that no matter what you're facing, I, I on a personal level obviously cannot relate to that story. I'm not yet a father. Grateful that my wife and I have never had to endure such hardship, but we've endured other types. You've endured other types. And the principle remains the same. That if you trust Jesus, he mentioned... Man, when we were hurting so much, we would we would put on worship music. Pastor AJ told me in private, man, that there are so many moments where the couple they just they just want they want to they want to find the reason to blame. Well, why did this happen? And so many times, couples they just start blaming each other. And mm. for you and Donna to to actually draw close in those moments and to be praying together, to be listening to worship music together, and to say we're not giving up on God and we're not giving up on our marriage. This is awful. This is tragedy but we're pushing through. And, yeah. and I pray in Jesus' name that, that many of you will learn to have that deep level of trust with God because that's how we make it through this life. That's how we all made it through 2020. That's how we get through things that would either make you or break you. Pastor AJ said it earlier. You can either get better or you can get bitter, but the choice is yours. Trust God. Amen. Trust God. And Pastor AJ, thank you for leading the way. Thank you for not just being someone who talks about faith, but someone who lives faith. And in my opinion, some of the most real ways that someone could ever really experience. And we are honored to have you and your family, a part of our church. 
And Pastor AJ, in a minute here, we want to be able to pray for you. But I want to be able to present something to you. Some of you have seen this in the past. But what we do here at Guess What Church is whenever we appoint a new pastor, we always present them with a shepherd staff. Now, symbolically, in scriptural times, we see, like I mentioned, that shepherds were people that took care of a flock, took care of the sheep. And symbolically, Jesus teaches us that really that represents the church, that all of us are sheep and we are following the great shepherd, Jesus. But Jesus has appointed pastors in the church, shepherds that are helping tend, care for, love, and feed the sheep. And what we love to do symbolically is to get our pastors a shepherd staff to remind them and encourage them, one, that one, they are following the great shepherd, Jesus, but also to remind them of the great responsibility that God has given them. And Pastor AJ, what we do today is not something that we do lightly. And, and we charge you and challenge you in Jesus' name to, to love the people, to serve the people, to Amen. sacrifice for the people, to lead an example for the people by being a husband, by loving God. And you've done this so much already. And obviously, Pastor AJ, we wish, man, you could be here in Virginia. <laughs> we would have loved to have gotten together for this moment and to have presented this shepherd staff to you. But Pastor AJ, all the way from California, my friend, <laughs> I want to present to you on behalf of God Squad Church, I want to present to you your own shepherd staff. Go ahead and reach for it, brother. Go ahead and reach for it. Grab that thing. Come on now. Grab it. Grab it. Hey, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm kidding. Obviously, we're having a little bit of fun here, friends. <laughs> We've already purchased him, his staff, sent it to him yeah. all the way over in California. And Pastor AJ, we want I'm, to thank I'm you. I'm honored. Honored. I'm honored. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you so much, um, Pastor Boss, Pastor Susie, Pastor Amanda, Pastor Tammy. Thank you so much for entrusting me with this staff. Really, I, I count an honor, you know. And we counted an honor that God would. I really believe God has handpicked our staff and our church. And we don't take it lightly that God is has given us the gift of being able to work alongside people of caliber, people like Merrick, people like you, Pastor AJ, people like Pastor Tammy and Pastor Amanda and everyone on our staff. And we want to say thank you because we know, and we mentioned this last week about Merrick, we talked about the only way we're going to fix our capacity is if people are willing to sacrifice. And we know that we had a fantastic Waymaker week last week and people gave and we're actually going to be hiring a, a new part-time discipleship pastor here in the next few months, still working through those details. We'll keep you updated when we know them. But Pastor AJ, we know that what you're doing is, is completely volunteer. And, and you're not doing it because you want a paycheck because, well, you're not getting one, right? <laughs> you're doing it because you want to serve God. Amen. You're doing it because you love the people. You have more free time to play video games if you didn't want to use your time to build the kingdom of God. You've already got a job. You've already got a family, two children, lots of responsibility. But you're saying, God, put me in. I don't want to sit on the bench anymore. Put me in. I want to serve God. <laughs> and we're, we're grateful. We're grateful to have people like you on our staff and, we want to go ahead and we want to pray. And I want to ask every single one of you, would you be willing to join me and, and pray for one of our new pastors? Like he said, pastors, we need prayer too. We want to pray that God would bless one of our new pastors, but also we want to pray for you, Don, and your family, because we know the wound you've endured is, it's still fresh. It's still always healing. And we want to take a second and be able to pray for you and your family. Let's take a second. Let's pray for us. Oh, okay. Right, Would you join me and, and pray for them and their family and Donna? Let's pray together. Hi. God, we thank you. We thank you so much, Lord, for Pastor AJ, for Donna and their family. 
And we just ask you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that you would give them strength. We know that ministry is a sacrifice for the family. And we pray that God, you would honor and reward and bless them for it. We pray today that you would increase their relationship and their marriage, their friendship. We pray that you would bless them, bless their children, help them endure the different struggles that everyone faces in their life. We pray that you'd give them wisdom. We We pray for Pastor AJ, that you'd give him an unconditional love for the people like you have. Give him strength. Don't allow him to grow weary and well-doing. And God, we pray that our church would also love him and honor him and to send him messages of gratitude and appreciation because those are vital in keeping pastors going. And so God, we pray today for this new position that he begins. Would you bless him? But we also ask for him and his family. God, we pray, especially for Donna, who was bearing that child. I can't imagine the pain in her heart. And we pray by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit that you would comfort her. We pray for Pastor AJ and their family, that you would give them strength to keep on pushing forward. God, we pray in every area of their life that you continue to carry them, strengthen them. And God, we thank you for them both. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. As Pastor AJ was giving his uh, testimony just now, something that that really, uh, I I had already brought up this verse, but I I wanted to share it with you guys in just a second. The thing is, is there's so many times that people come to me and they say that, Pastor Boz, I've done too many things in my life. There's nothing that I can do to atone for what I've done. There's nothing that I can do to, to be able to be saved from what I've done. And you're right, there is nothing that you can do because Jesus did it for you. I want to tell you, son, the power of Jesus Christ and what he did for you on the cross is more amazing than you could ever imagine. There is nothing that you can do to separate you from the love of Jesus Christ because it is a powerful love. It is an agape love that is unconditional. So no matter what you think you've done, no matter the things that you've done in the past, how much baggage you're carrying on to. Like I said, a lot of people have said, you don't understand the things that I've done in my life, Pastor Boz. There's nothing that can save me. You are undermining the power of Jesus Christ and what he can do. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He's the Prince of Peace. And he can bring that life to you. He can bring that life to you. And so I want to share this verse with you. It comes from Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. It says this, For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor present things, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. There is nothing that can separate you from Christ Jesus. When you accept him as your Lord and Savior, I don't care what you've done in the past, the tribulations that you've been through, the trials that you've been through. Like Pastor AJ, you can run to God in the most, in the hardest of times, and he can bring you peace. He can bring you comfort. You can rest in his presence. And so I want to share that with you, that no matter what you've done in your life, that Jesus Christ can save you from whatever those things are because he came from his heavenly throne like I had described before when we were taking communion. He came from his heavenly throne in in perfect glory, in perfect peace where there is no pain and he came to a broken world and he lived a completely pure and perfect life and then he died on the cross for you. 
He died on the cross to pay a debt because of the sins that you had on your heart. And three days later, through the power of the Father and the Holy Spirit, he rose from the grave, breaking your sin, breaking the shame, breaking guilt, breaking through the grave and breaking death itself. Jesus Christ rose so that we could be saved by him. And because of that, we have communion with God the Father. We can accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We can repent of our sins. We can ask God the Father for forgiveness of our sins. And because of what Jesus did, because of his spilled blood, our hearts can be purified and we can live with God for all of eternity. I want to give you the opportunity right now to have that life, to have that peace, to have that comfort and to accept Jesus Christ into your life. Maybe maybe you've strayed from the path for a little while. Maybe you've accepted Jesus Christ before, but it's been a long time. You know you've fallen short many, many times. There's just that you've, you've been steering away from him for a long time. Maybe you want to rededicate your life, but also I want to give you the opportunity if you've never accepted Jesus Christ before to accept him into your heart today. And if you would like to do that, I would ask you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear God, I come before you right now. I believe in your son, Jesus. I believe that he died on the cross and I believe that he rose from the grave. And Father, right now, I accept your grace, your mercy, and your salvation. I ask you, Jesus, to come live inside of me I commit my life to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give it up for those people right now that are accepting Jesus Christ into their lives? And hey, I want you to do something bold. I want you to do something bold right now. If you just accepted Jesus Christ into your life for the first time, or maybe you rededicated your life, we want to celebrate with you. And by doing that, I want to see you put a yes in the chat. If you did that just now that you rededicated your life or asked him into your life for the first time, we want to celebrate with you. We want to be able to connect with you. And so we got some yeses coming in already. Amen. Ryan, we see a yes coming in from you. That is absolutely amazing. We are seeing people's lives being changed. And hey, if you guys could do me a favor, there's a link that was put in the chat. It's called the Next Level link. If you guys click on that, it will send you to a form that we ask you to fill out with as much information as you feel comfortable giving. Because a lot of people, they just accepted Jesus Christ in their lives and they don't know where to go from here. How do I pray? Where do I start reading in my Bible? What's this thing that you guys talk about all about baptisms? What, what is that all about? We would love to be able to connect you, with you. We'd love to be able to give more, more information on those things. So definitely fill out the form so we can connect with you and help you to be able to go through that process. Also, guys, this is the reason why we do God Squad Church. This is the reason why we do everything that we do here. It's not to make the name of God Squad Church bigger. It's to make the name of Jesus Christ bigger. It's to bring his gospel throughout the entire world. And it's because of your faithfulness and generosity that we've been able to do everything that we do here at God Squad Church. Through the financial givings that you guys give, we continue to do multiple events. We continue to do church every single week. And so we wanted to thank you for your faithfulness and your generosity. 
And if you guys would like to give to the ministry, there's multiple safe and secure ways that you can do so. You can go into the panels below and click on the give link that will allow you to give through PayPal. You can also go to our website and you can customize it to any way that is fit for you that you feel comfortable with. And then finally, you can also use text to give by texting any amount to the number 84321. But no matter how you're giving, we thank you so much for your faithfulness and generosity and every penny counts.